What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Virtual Host Heaven Podcast with Showboy Antoine Campbell. Today is episode eight, I believe. Um, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic uh, amongst uh, the real estate hotel industry, and that is why do so many newbies keep selling it, doing, trying to do this business? And I have a very interesting take on why I think it. And what I know and the information that I have, because we have a virtual assistant business and we do a little bit of consulting slash coaching. So we do have a lot of insight. And I'm going to dive right into this. So uh, if you are brand new and you're just getting started in real estate, don't skip past this podcast or this episode, because this may make or break your career, in my personal opinion. And the reason why I think so many newbies fail in this business it's because they don't calculate all of the circumstances that goes into running an actual business. They're looking at the opportunity, and the opportunity is so great uh, compared to their current situation that they get happy early on. And then after that, when they realize the amount of work, the amount of moving components, the amount of dedication and commitment, and the amount of upfront, upfront capital that they need, it usually be too overwhelming and it makes them go back and retreat and try something different. That's why you see a lot of new people, they jumping from industry to industry to industry to try to catch their stride and rhythm to making money. And, and listen, I'm not against that, but I will tell you if you want to be in real estate also, it's one of the hardest ways to start off making money. That's just my personal opinion, without a proven process in the system, right? So that's why we help a lot of real estate investors. Um, we help them set up their business. We show them about VAs. Um, we literally cut off about eight to 15 months of learning time um, just so that they don't have to go through the same struggles and pains I went through. When I first got started, there wasn't nobody doing, you know, uh, teaching and all of that stuff without some type of dollar amount. There was plenty of coaching, but it wasn't like implementation and helping you with the things that's really going to drive you and to make money. So I think a lot of people don't uh, calculate the magnitude of what they need to do to be successful. Um, and that's, and mostly that's because you don't have a professional in your corner telling you the speed bumps that are ahead and you just steadily flying over them knocking off the transmission pan off your car. So that's how I look at it. So the first thing first, find you a high value person that you know that already done where you're trying to go. Now, some of these people may charge you. Some of these people through the graces of their personality and what they do, you may can pick their brain here and there, or you may can follow them. They may have Q&A lives on, on Instagram or YouTube, and you can take advantage of that. But eventually, um, you know, the tire must hit the pavement and you would have to hire someone to professionally consult you or coach you to get you to where you want to be. I mean, in this, in this conversation, it's honestly divided. Uh, some people feel like you shouldn't hire a person. Some people feel like everyone's a guru. They're going to steal and take your money. You just got to find that medium that makes sense for you and just properly vet people. And based on their personality, where you want to go, you spend your hard-earned money with them. Another thing is uh, just not executing on what's in front of them. So they know they're supposed to be cold calling. They're supposed to be doing text message marketing. And instead of giving it 25 hours a week of their time, they may only give it two to three hours a week, expecting for 25 hours a week of results. And I see that for maybe 85% of all people 
that want to do this is they're trying to cheat the they're trying to cheat the hustle. And you cannot cheat the hustle. You have to be dedicated, commitment. Um, you have to make them calls. If you can't afford to run pay marketing, PPC, Facebook ads, or whatever, then you have to do the work the tough way, the manual way. You have to call people, have to go door knock. You have to do what's necessary to get in front of people. And then secondly, most people, you know, this is a disadvantaged industry because you're born to people. Unlike like a lot of different niches or industries where they come to you, example, um, like a dentist's office. You know, everybody got a set of teeth in their mouth. And at some point, I hope you take and get your mouth maintenance and maintain and professionally clean and, and get, you know, um, extractions or whatever case you may need to do for your dental hygiene. So a dental office will be in better position for us marketing um, that people will naturally look them up, go to them. They can establish their presence. But a real estate investment firm, a.k.a. wholesaling, um, there's not a lot of people that's going to go and Google your company and call you up and say, yes, come get this house for me. This is simply not the case. So you're going to be having to be um, a very uh, communicative person, like communicating with uh, people at your local meetups, uh, your title companies, your lawyers, your hard money lenders. You have to really put a team together in order to get that deal flow you're looking for. Then secondly, People think that they're supposed to get a deal at a set time. And I mean, once you build a structured organization, it could and it can be predictable on when you get contracts signed and get paid. But at the beginning, when it's just you and maybe one VA or maybe just you or your wife or your brother or somebody in your family, you have to understand you're going to grind into it's money time. That may be three months. That may be six months. That may be 12 months. That may be two years. So here's, here's the sniff test to know that this makes sense for you if you want to continue to do this. Are you willing to work for free until it's time to get paid? That's all. And it's okay to be like, hey, I'm not willing to take that gamble on myself. I don't think I'm worthy of working for myself without being compensated for the next three to six months. And if that's the case, stop all your subscriptions, unfollow everybody, and just go do something different because at the end of the day, it's never going to work in your favor. That's just my opinion. And the reason is, is when you start to put a timeline on things, you start to rush the process. You know, you're not showing empathy on the phone with the seller. You're not thinking through everything. You're not running your numbers and your comps as diligent as you can to make sure that you get across the finish line. You're rushing results, which means you'll say yes to anything just to get a signed contract, not understanding that that's going to hurt you. Signed contracts should equate to cash in the bank in the next 30 days, 60 days sometimes. What I mean by that is when you sign a contract, it should be so far past being vetted that you know without a shot of doubt you can make some money on it. I wouldn't th throw someone on a contract and then hope and pray that someone comes along and pay me what I'm looking for without doing the due diligence and the necessary research to get to the next level. So that's why I think a lot of people struggle. And then, like I said, the follow-up and the consistency. You cannot, you know, participate one, two hours a week in this business expecting to make 100 grand a month. It just don't work that way. So uh, create a time and a consistent time where you're going to be talking to people. So 
a lot of people burgers this. They have a regular nine to five job. And there's nothing wrong with that. But ask yourself, how can I carve out three to five hours a day for my business? Maybe switch your schedule and work from six to two in the morning. So 6 a.m. to two in the afternoon. Maybe you work from seven to three. Maybe you work overnight from 10 to six or from eight to uh, four or whatever the case may be. Adjust your schedule so that way your you and your goals and your dreams can prosper. Your job is going to be there. And most people's jobs have multiple shifts and multiple schedules. If you can't accommodate your job, um, you know, this schedule, then you might want to go back to the drawing board and even look for new employment that can cater to your business and your business endeavors or um, just focus on your job and get a great promotion and go make the money that way. You can't have you can't have your cake and eat it too. That's what my mom used to tell me. So that being said, uh, change your schedule. And you have to change your schedule because you have to get a business three to five hours a day. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to start off at two in the afternoon and work to six, that's perfect. And I tell people, you can work from probably five to nine at night, 10 at night. What I would do is from five o'clock, I would straight just be on the phone talking to people. And then around eight o'clock, nine o'clock, when things slow down and, you know, you know, you're not supposed to be calling people that late. That I do my, that's when I do my, my studying to grow myself, um, my paperwork, pulling a list. Uploading to my dialer, listening to calls, getting better, watching courses I may purchase, all that type of stuff. So most people are not dedicated to that because they have a family. I want to spend time with my kids. I want to be this and that. I need to spend time with my spouse. Listen, I'm not knocking that. Just put them in a schedule. Because at the end of the day, if you want something great enough, you're going to find a way to make it all work. And that's what most people make. They are so comfortable and used to making excuses that simply this is a hobby and it will fade away. So most of the people, not going to say listen on this podcast because we do have a really good following, but most of the people that may come across real estate wholesaling that thought in the idea of making money will, will fade away when they see the mountain of work and things in front of them that they need to take care and accomplish. Um, so. That's one of my uh, tips that I want to tell you is just focus. Just focus on your scheduling, timing. Even if you got to get up an extra hour early, it don't matter. You you will make the sacrifice, especially when I wire hit your account. When you start getting paid from this, you'll make the sacrifice to do this business. Because literally, your next five moves, you know, like your next five deals, on average, maybe fifteen to $35,000 will literally change your whole trajectory. But you got to stay consistent. And then most importantly, when you finally get paid and start making money, don't go buku haywire, go shopping, take trips, um, you know, buy things that you don't need. Play broke. Open up a Fidelity account and put that money inside there and reinvest in the marketing and pay yourself a small salary, right? So if you make it, start making 50K a month, Pay yourself three grand a month, four grand a month, and still keep your job. Everybody's so quick, quick to quit their job. Listen, your job is your stability too. While your business is is on pace to take over your job and make more of your job, allow your business to grow to the point where you're not straining it. And let it grow organically and let it grow what you're investing back into, whether that's through coaches, that's through marketing, or that's through hiring talent. 
Um, that's the biggest thing I think that you can do when it comes to start making money. A lot of y'all, a lot of people teaching y'all out there how to make the money, but they're not really telling you and showing you what to do once you make the money. Because you can do five solid deals and come to a fork in the road where now I need to amp up my marketing, invest back into my business so they grow. And then for the next four months, you may do one or two deals. Now you're kind of playing behind the eight ball and you're practically back where you started, but um, you have nothing to show for it. So, you know, your first $100,000, $200,000 should be put up in an account and you should slowly invest back into your business, meaning that for every dollar I make, I'm going to put 35 cents back into my business. That may be hiring people or buying leads or investing in PPC, Facebook ads, whatever the case may be. That's just my opinion. That's the quickest way you're going to get and grow and scale your business um, by just reinvesting the money back into it. And then saving the majority of the money for uh, taxes, uh, for growth, and then for emergencies. And what that's going to do, and if you do that for a year straight, two years straight, you're going to have several hundred thousand dollars put up. Um, but don't get googly out when you see the money, especially if you never had that amount of money all at one time. And times will get tough, not if, but times will get tough. You will be faced and tried and adversely will face your way. You will come across cash crunches at times when your business gets slow and then you got to go into that savings account to keep things floating. And that's the whole point of uh, floating um, and saving it. So that way when times get tough, uh, you don't go out of business or you don't fold or you don't have to rely on credit cards or all this type of stuff. But I think that's something that... Um, most people can take and walk away with this podcast. Listen, if you uh, need help and you like what we do and you like in the podcast, head over to my website, CEO929.com um, and book a consultation call so we can try to help you get to the next level. Whether you're looking to hire a, uh, a, a, a VA, whether you're looking for us to help you set up your entire business from A to Z with our program called Business in a Box. Um, it's only $5,000 for business in a box. We like to tell the price up front because we want to let people qualify themselves, whether they think they should uh, book a call for that or they should just talk to us about just hiring a VA. Either way, it's no harm, no foul. We're here to help and serve you. Uh, like I said, go to my Instagram too as well and uh, follow me there because we're going to be having a lot of content there. And then subscribe to my email list on my website. This is episode eight, your boy, Antoine Campbell with the Virtual Wholesaling Podcast. I appreciate you. If you're listening to any of the uh, podcast platforms, do me a favor and leave us a five-star review and share this podcast out with people you know, like, and trust. That would really help us climb the charts. And I want to be the number one wholesaling podcast in the country. That's just a goal of mine. Uh, I know that may be a two or three-year goal, but I'm definitely going to continue to record these episodes uh, and just provide value. All of our content is short very informative and straight to the point. We're never going to waste your time for 45 minutes talking and fluffing, but we can get it done in less than 17 minutes. Appreciate you. See you on the next episode. Don't forget, if this is your first episode you listen to, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes because everything we drop is mastermind quality content. See you on the next episode.